Okay, so this is basically, you know, proof that we are in the last days. And um, let's get into it. Fair use. And, um, I came tonight really I've ministered with uh, Minister Farrakhan. I've gone to India, met with Buddhists. I have uh, sat in council with Jewish leaders and never have I had the backlash of accepting a conversation with you. Because uh, so much of the black church is uh, homo-spiritual. Wow. They wow. Really love what's like them. Oh, come on in here. So basically, he takes it upon himself to say that, you know, the black church is sorry for saying that being alphabet is a sin, okay? When it's really you're calling Jesus a liar. You're calling God Almighty a liar, okay? Basically, I remember hearing this once. In order for God to make, you know, the same-sex behavior approval in his eyes, he would have to dig up Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize to those people of Sodom and Gomorrah that he has punished with hellfire. God is not going to do that. Okay. Pastor Jamal Bryant has been doing nothing but being a person that deals goes from error to error. Okay. He is a person that <clears throat> is just doing this for money. Anytime a false teacher does things like this, you always have to follow the money. He has pulled a stunt of uh, saying that he, you know, to grow a weed farm <clears throat> for the church to bring black men back into the church. Not only is he making black men look bad in the eyes of the public, and he's just bringing down the reputation of God Almighty, Christ Jesus. Okay, making black people who are Christians look foolish. Okay, and he wants those type of men who will want weed to date the women in the church. Okay, because <clears throat> he's stroking their egos. Let, let's just be honest here. There are more women going to church than there are men. And when it comes to the black community, these women who want to are coming to church are the ones that are lining the pastor's pocket. So he's going to preach whatever makes them feel good instead of what will save their souls and be able to make them presentable women for being a man's wife, a godly man's wife. And what Pastor Jamal Bryant doesn't understand by um, bringing those type of individuals who want weed you're going to make those women single mothers, if not once, but twice or three times over. All right. This is this is the nonsense that he's pulling, the chaos that he's bringing upon black folk in those 
churches who listen to him, okay? The ones that do not have sense, okay? Let's keep going. Two of my spiritual sons are sitting in this conference. I raised uh, in Baltimore and uh, three services at our church in Baltimore on Sunday. I go to the back door of uh, the service and I shake hands as my members are leaving out. And uh, while they were leaving out, a young man, I hugged and embraced him, and as I said, to all of my members on their way out. Love you. See you next week. The young man stopped and said, you don't love me. I'm gay. And it convicted me in that moment. Mm. Here's something I would like to know. You know, what, what would happen if that young man, let's say another young man, right? You don't love me. I'm MAPS. For those of you who don't know, MAPS is... Uh, uh, minor attracted persons. Another word, or the original word was pedos. Would he have, you know, acted that way too? Since, you know, um, those type of individuals are in the LGBTQ community. They like to front to say, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Okay. And they've always been in the black community. Okay. They've always been in the, you know, hiding in the alphabet culture. All right. Because that goes, once again, that goes hand in hand. So Jamal Bryant doesn't, he doesn't know the horror and the damage that he is bringing upon. people in this congregation by being accepting of this lifestyle and those who practice it. He doesn't know. Or probably he does know, but doesn't care because he's getting paid. All right. He, Pastor Jamal Bryant's response should have been when that young man said that was like, you know what? I don't like your sin, but Jesus loves you and he commands you to surrender to him and give up that lifestyle and live a life of holiness, to be part of his ecclesia, the called out ones, the Bible-believing, Christ-following church, not the Catholic church that is universal, and will gladly accept the alphabet mafia and those who are part of it because they're Satan's church. They're the whore of revelation. But God's holy people, no, we, you know, we we have to come under new management. We have to surrender to God. We have to be willing to um, deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow him. We have to be okay with that. We have to be okay. We have to be willing to give up the things that, that we don't like, that we give up the things that we love, to embrace what Jesus loves, to hate the things that Jesus hates. Okay. I don't hate them. You know, but I hate the agenda that is behind them 
I hate the agenda that is trying to groom kids. I hate the lies that are trying to be put on that. You know, well, uh, you're being bigoted. You're not loving. All right. Truth tells you sound doctrine, whether you like it or not, whether it will cost you a friendship or not. It will cost you um, fellowship at a big time church. So what? That church is if if telling the truth about this about the uh, the LGBTQ community is going to cost you fellowship with Christians, they weren't Christian to begin with. If it costs you a pastorship as a church, they weren't. It wasn't a church of God to begin with. It was a synagogue, a synagogue of Satan. That's what it was. It's going to be a really horrible day of judgment for Mr. Jamal Bryant. When he hears, depart from me, I never knew you. And he is thrown into hell with all those other souls that he has deceived. But I don't believe they're all like legitimately deceived. They just didn't want to hear sound doctrine anymore. So they'll go to a church like this. A lot of people, a lot of um people are like that. A lot of Christians, so-called Christians are like that. If they don't like sound doctrine from Paul Washer, they will go to a church that is like Joel Olstein, okay? Or they'll go to a church where Todd White is preaching, or they'll go to a church where a woman's on the pulpit being a pastor, okay? It was because of their itching ears. They, it will come a time when people will no longer endure sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is not always fun. It hurts. Does it will leave you at a value decision? What are you going to do? Are you going to submit to God or are you going to reject God? Are you going to just do what you want to do? Or are you going to live for Jesus and deny yourself and deny what he tells you to deny? The choice is really up to you. He who is holy, let him be holy still. He who is unholy, let him be unholy still. Um, that I have done more harm. Uh, that uh, he felt unloved by somebody who should have been promoting the love of Christ. The love of Christ says, love rejoices in the truth. You must worship Jesus in spirit and in truth. That young man has a choice, either to be either to submit to Christ or reject Christ. You're either with him or you're against him. This is not a democracy. We're under a king. A king rules under a monarchy. A monarchy is the king makes the rules. You get, you either... You're going to side with him. You're going to be against him. This isn't a democracy. You do not vote out Jesus Christ. Okay. After four years in office, you don't do that. Four years on the throne. It doesn't work like that way. Black church doesn't is not afraid of the LGBT lifestyle. They just understand that there's pedos within it, and they understand they want to protect their kids from it. Okay, from those who are in that type of life, lifestyle, male and female. Okay, Donnie McClurkin suffered by people who abused him from that lifestyle. James Cleveland. 
was in the ministry and he was abusing boys. And for some reason, you have people in the black church that would want to side with that sicko. Okay. Bishop Eddie Long was also a pervert and a pedo. Romans chapter 13 tells you to mark these men, identify them, and mark these evil men. God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's funny that Pastor Jamal, I'm not even going to call him that, Mr. Bryant wants to say it's not for today. Really, it's not for today, huh? Really? So uh, what about the, the, um, the diseases that these gay men get? rectal cancer, mouth gonorrhea, the fact that they cannot control the stool anymore because of the punctured from um, puncture of the buttocks. Okay. What about that? The Bible talked about and they received the due punishment for that lifestyle. Men burning in love with men, women burning in love, burning in lust for women. And you know that the gay women have a high domestic violence rate. They're also known to abuse kids. So what about that? He says it's not for today. And watch your choir come up and realize I've not been in a church. I preach in three different churches a week. I'm in three different cities a week. I've not been in a church this year with this many tenors. And they will heap upon themselves teachers. Okay. They will heap upon themselves teachers that will tell them what they want to hear. Old Testament will talk about speak to us smooth things. Speak to us of things that are, that make us feel good. They're lies from hell. But tell us what we want to hear. Tell you something else. Let me let me show you what else that this hellbound pastor, if he does not repent, has also said. Okay. Five percent of Jesus's life, he was out of order. The perfect Lamb of God was out of order for eighty-five percent of his life. He says. The one who died for you and me. The one that championed treating women right, treating wives right, treating husbands right. That was a that upheld, fulfilled the Old Testament, kept the law. Who was the high priest that 
is not someone that doesn't know what you're going through. He does know what you're going through and gives us a choice to trust him and to abide by him in order to solve our problems. He was wrong for 85% of his life. Let's hear more. Eighty-five percent of his life, he was doing what he was not called to do. God, y'all done got quiet. People just shooting and just hooping and hollering for no reason at all. Just the pastor just the pastor is saying nonsense, and you're still just supporting him. For eighty-five percent of his life, he was not flowing in his God-given function. 85 that guy right there should have been standing up and be like get off the pulpit get off the stage we don't want you here you get off or we're gonna make you get off he's not a shepherd he's supposed to be protecting the sheep from a wolf clearly jamal bryan is a wolf percent of his life he is doing what his natural father wanted. But it did not line up with his divine DNA. For 85% of his life, and he's anointed, he's called, he's chosen, and he's wrong. That's what they want to say. That he's wrong for 85% of his life. Okay. Let's hear what else Pastor Jamal Bryant got to say. Grade A blasphemy right there. And the church still, I don't get it, man. And back in the day, you would be dragged out of that church. Dragged out of that church for speaking such heresy. But wait, there is more. There is more. All right. Uh, let me ask the three of you all a question. Okay. okay. Would you date a man who said he's had a gay experience? Oh, I feel I. Let's rewind that again. Uh, let me ask the three of you all a question. Okay. okay. Would you date a man who said he's had a gay experience? Oh, I feel I. Automatically, these women should cancel him. Cut, get off the show. You are done. Get off the show. Okay. This is a man asking women to be okay with dating a man who is a sodomite. 
I don't know if you know, but um, the, the you know men who participate in off in the alternative lifestyle risk getting uh, HIV, and also um, they risk passing it on to their wives and girlfriends. And then these women get bitter and traumatized and want to pass it on to somebody else. This is what goes on in the urban black community. And it's not really talked about. And this is, and this man right here, this demon. Okay. Behind the pulpit is asking this question. These people are not people that need sympathy, okay? I, I say it like this, all right? They deserve sympathy as the fact that they are lost and they need the gospel. They need to hear the word of God. They need to be told the truth and love, but everything 100% truth. What they don't need is to be give them the sympathy of the devil. The sympathy of the devil to say, you are right, you're okay. The church was mean, even though they were telling you the truth. And you need to be welcomed into our fellowship. When the Bible clearly says if a man or woman says they are a Christian but live the life of Satan, do not have them eat among you. If a woman or man is, says they're Christian but they're in adultery, do not have them eat among you. Do not have them in your fellowships. If they say they are Christian and boldly live a life that is completely against the Lord thy God, keep them away from your fellowships. Do not even eat with them. That is what the Bible says. I I I I believe that's also. I don't know what to say. Amber, I said what I want to say. What I want to say, I might be crucified. Let's look into the scriptures because they're all laughing and joking, but they failed to. What happened? to thinking about the STD rate in the urban black community. What happened to thinking about the HIV rate in the black community? Do you know there's a huge STD rate among black women in the urban black community? They should be looking at this guy like a pariah, like he is weird. Let me go into some scripture. First one coming up. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. We have to understand that this is a war. 
okay? Jesus said that this would be a war. That he did not come to bring peace, but a sword. He came to bring division. Mother against daughter. Father against son. Son against father. Daughter against mother. Nation against nation. Congregation against congregation. Pastor against the congregation. Congregation against the pastor. And a man's own enemies will be one of his own household. And you shall be hated, okay, by all nations for my name's sake. Let's look into another one. Okay. Malachi. Chapter 2, verse 7. For the priest's lips should be should keep knowledge, and they should seek the law at his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. You are a mouthpiece. You are God's representative. You are God's ambassador. And you decide to spew your mouth for the devil. Let's look in the book of Matthew. Chapter 19, verse 5. And said, For this cause shall a man leave his mother and father, and he shall cleave to his wife, and that they twain shall be one flesh. Does it say a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave to his bro and get married to his bro? And they shall be one flesh. No, it does not. It says a man shall for this cause shall a man leave mother and father and cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh. That's what it says. First Corinthians chapter five, verse 11. Here we go. But now I have written unto you to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, a covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such a one, no, not to eat. Okay. A lot of people say, you are harsh. You're loving. No, I am loving because I'm speaking the word of God that sets the captives free, helps the dead come back, to, come to life, raises the dead. I'm telling the truth. That's what I'm doing. False teachers, Romans chapter 16, verses 7 to 18. The task of the faithful minister of Jesus Christ is not only to preach the truths of God, but also to expose error. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as for as of sincerity, but as of God in the sight of God speak. We in Christ, Second Corinthians chapter two, verse seventeen. 
but have, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty and not walking in craftiness, not handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, condemning ourselves, I'm sorry, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse two. As today, there were many false teachers among God's people during Paul's ministry. Paul war warned the spiritual leaders of his day to beware of them. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock, also of your own selves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. Acts chapter 20 verses 28 to 31. He also warned Timothy, the pastor of the local church at Ephesus, that in the last days, professing Christians would turn from the true faith. Okay, so when your pastor tries to uh, tell you, you can't be talking against the Lord's anointed. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go through this article and we're going to look at what it what, you know, what is a false teacher? And if a pastor falls under this, you have every right to call him out. And that's one thing in the black church. They will try to use, abuse the scripture and say, touch not the Lord's anointed. Do not harm his prophets. Touch not the Lord's anointed. Do his prophets no harm. You're not a you're not a uh, a pastor or a Christian if you're going against the truth, and you have every right to go against the pastor and the and the the um the leadership if they allow such an individual in the pulpit spreading lies and harming the flock. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, extort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. As you see with uh, Jamal Bryant and him bowing the knee to Satan at a homosexual church. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall be turned unto fables. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 4. The Bible tells us that the faithful minister must uncover and reveal any and all teaching that would be contrary to the faith once and for all delivered to the saints. I do not mean that ministers are to be heresy headhunters, but where there is obvious proven heresy, it must be exposed, such as for the good of the true church of Jesus Christ. As a personal, as a personal aside, some may accuse me of being just a head, such a headhunter, showing little or no love for men or organization that call themselves Christian. If this is your reaction to this teaching, please reevaluate it in prayer before the Lord. I believe it is the love that has motivated me. I love God, Christ, the Holy Scriptures, and the true church more than I love the praise of men. I know full well that one day I will give an account of the ministry of my ministry to God. Faithful ministers of the past were misunderstood by the masses, Elijah, Jeremiah, the apostle Paul, and Jesus Christ all spoke out against spiritual evils of their day. They were all accused of being loveless. And while they had their weaknesses, they were faithful to God. 
God's call. Jeremiah was put in a dungeon. Elijah had to flee for his life. Paul was in prison and Jesus Christ was crucified. Please understand that this is not written out of hatred, retaliation, or malice. It comes from a broken heart. I have seen the pain and loss connected with false teaching. I am concerned for the glory of God and the revival of the true Christian church in the hearts of men. Okay. Let's go into some aspects of false teachers. False teachers cause divisions. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Now I beseech thee, plead with you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offensive. Paul exhorted true Christians keep an eye out for false teachers in their midst who are counterfeits, unbelievers, and heretics. There are, there are always both wheat and tares in the professing church. This is not a reference to Christian believers who have differences of opinion on secondary theological issues over matters of questionable or over matters of questionable practices. Contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, Paul had instructed these Romans in the fundamentals of the Christian faith. There are certain basic truths that unite all Christians, and each of these is essential to the Christian faith. One cannot be a Christian and deny any of them. One, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Two, the deity and humanity of Christ, fully God, fully man. Three, the bodily resurrection of Christ. Four, the death, Christ's death for sin. Five, Christ, the only way of salvation. Six, a literal heaven and a literal hell. Seven, an acceptance of miracles. Eight, the bodily return of Jesus Christ to this earth in a second advent. Nine, the authority of scriptures for one's life. Ten, the sinfulness of men. Most Christians are united on the fundamentals of the faith. Some might quibble with me about the matter of a literal hell, but there are differences of opinion among Christians on secondary theological issues. One, in modes of baptism, immersion, sprinkling, or pouring. Two, types of government, escapel, Presbyterian, or congregational. Three, Calvinism, or Arminianism. Four, amenillennialism, postmillennialism and premillennialism. Five, infant baptism or believer's baptism. Well, with that right there, you can't be an infant and be baptized. You have to believe. You're, you're um, born again. You must be born again first before you can be baptized. And you have to have uh, uh, to know what those mean, and you have to know what you're doing. So you, infant baptism, that is a heretical Roman Catholic doctrine. Differences over secondary issues possibly gives legitimate reasons for various denominations but all who hold the fundamentals of the faith are in the true, universal, and invisible church of Jesus Christ. The false teachers in Rome were denying the fundamentals of Christianity, and Paul made it clear they were to be exposed and avoided. Mark them that cause division and offenses. Christians are to keep a watchful eye for false teachers. Such teachers cause divisions. They slyly come into local church or de denomination with their evil doctrine, sow seeds of doubt among professing Christians, Historic Christianity has always held the, to the fundamentals of the Christian faith, but at the very hour, there are men standing in pulpits across our nation who are undercutting and destroying the true Christian faith. In our day, the sinfulness of man is scorned, the deity of Christ is thought unimportant, the concept of literal hell is mocked, and universalism is running rampant in so-called Christian churches. Nobody seems to get excited, and there are only a few voices crying in the wilderness. As one false teacher said when he was questioned about how he could preach against the Apostles' Creed and his denomination's doctrinal statement, well, nobody in my church or denomination has stopped me, so it must be all right. A candidate for ordination in the ministry in the PSUSA, the liberal branch of the Presbyterian Church from which the founders of the PCA left, 
was asked by the committee examining him if he believed in the divinity of Christ. He answered, I do not believe in it, except in, in the sense that we are all divine. This man was an ordained, was ordained to preach. That's what I'm saying. Okay, this is war. This is war. Sheeps, goats, God's saints, and the devil's children. And we have to be at war, and it will cut across all lines, families, okay, the congregation, the world, those who want to live for Christ, those who don't. Okay. And Christ said he will cause division. The peace he gives is on his terms. Obey me, you will have peace. Refuse me, and you will not have peace. Side with me, and you will have redemption. Defy me, and you will be damned. In another ordination service, a young candidate from the Presbyterian ministry in the same denomination was asked if he believed that Jesus Christ was coming again to reward believers and judge unbelievers. He replied, I believe that Jesus has already come a second time in our hearts. He was ordained. These are people believing false ideologies being ordained to be over people's souls and to preach the gospel. It is the liberals who have brought awful division to the church. Fundamentalists have made some big mistakes in the area of separation and legalism, but they have been true to the Bible the Lord Jesus Christ. False teachers cause scandal, offenses. They make a mockery of the Bible and the precious truths of Christ and avoid them. Christians are to avoid false teachers. Don't listen to them. Don't pay attention to them. Don't give them an audience. Don't let them take your time with false ideas, whether they be in the Presbyterian, the cults, or the Roman Catholicism. We are to avoid false teachers like the plague. The Roman, Roman Catholicism is Satanism, period. Okay? It is not the true church. Never was, never will be. Is the whore of revelation. This is not an isolated teaching, but throughout different situations and different authors, the wisdom of God is clear. A man that is, an, is a heretic after the first and second admonition, reject. Titus chapter 3, verse 10. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If they come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he he that biddeth him Godspeed is a partaker of his evil deeds. Second John. All right. Verses 9 to 11. We are free to give false teachers and heretics the gospel, but we are not to hear or accept their teaching. We are not given authority to burn false teachers at the stake, but those who are in the church should be declared spiritually dead, excommunicated for unfaithfulness to Christ, the Bible, and their ministerial vows. Okay? Here's one big thing with that that's basically is a big red flag with Jamal Bryant. False teachers are in the ministry for the money. Romans chapter 16, verse 18. But they that are such to serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. False teachers are not dedicated to Jesus Christ, but are dedicated to their own self-interest. How can they be committed to Christ when they don't even know God? A woman once asked a young minister point blank, what is the purpose of life? It was one of the, those questions every minister hopes will come, but never seems quite ready to answer. To know God, the young minister ventured. Do you know him? She asked. No, he said. That's why I'm a minister. But their own belly, false teachers serve their own selfish ends because their motives is are low and base. They have not been called to salvation by God, nor called to the ministry. 
but are in the profession of the ministry for their for money. My thing is this: Paul was a fisherman. Um, sorry, Paul was a tent maker. Sorry about that. Peter was a fisherman. Matthew was a tax collector. These men had jobs. That's the issue. These men need to go out there and get jobs. The reality is, is that some of these men, especially from the uh, the black community, when they become pastors, some of these men come out of jail and they have records that prevent them from getting jobs. So they choose the pastor's racket and they end up running cults because these people, either they are gullible or they really don't want to hear the word of God at all. They don't want to be corrected. So they'll settle for a a man that will tell them half truths or no truths at all as long as they get to live the way they want they will even pay that man because he becomes their little god okay the ministry can be a racket if there is no true dedication to christ there have been phonies in professing churches since its inception but today it seems we have an abundance of them for many walk of whom i have told you often and now tell you even weeping they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who mind earthly things. Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. Okay. False teachers speak flattering words. Romans chapter 16, verse 18. And by good words and fair speeches, false teachers use smooth words and flattering speeches to win people over to their way of thinking. False teachers are often nice, educated, and moral people. They refuse to speak outright, roughly, or boldly, so as to disturb people. Instead, they speak sweetly. They seem to, to be such lovely people, and they quit understanding. Yet, they never tell men and women to of sin, judgment, or hell, because they don't believe them, and they don't want to offend anyone, which is a terrible thing to do. Deceive the hearts of the simple. Paul says the, that false teachers are deceivers who take advantage of the ignorance of people, wooing them away from Christ, who is their only hope of salvation. The Bible calls false teachers ministers of Satan, whose end will be destruction. Okay? God instructs true believers to separate themselves from the apostasy and serve him in truth. Be not equally, unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath the light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part he hath believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell with them and walk with them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive it. I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians. Sorry. <clears throat> yes. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 16. If you do not know Christ, do not listen to men who tell you that Jesus is just a good man. For Jesus Christ said he was God incarnate. Do not listen when they say Men are basically good, for the Bible says that all men are sinners and separated from God. Do not listen when false teachers say there is no hell, for God declares that after death there is a judgment where whom the wor where the worm dies not and the fire is not quenched. Do not listen when men say that all religions will lead to God, for Christ said he is the only way to God. If you choose to listen to a false teacher, you are willingly falling into the hands of deceivers, become a rejecter of Christ, and this will ultimately lead to your eternal judgment. Yet if you will trust Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life. 
Which will it be, false teachers in the way of destruction or Jesus Christ, the way to God? The decision is yours. Okay, it's basically it. It is basically it when it comes to that. Okay. So, um, I wanted to tell you about this old Tyler Perry movie called For Colored Girls, right? And in that, um, there was a character that Janet Jackson played, and she was married to a man, and he was on the down low. And in her part, okay, because there were four different women, four different Black women, and they all live different lives with their own different struggles. And um, this woman ended up catching a fatal disease <clears throat> due to her man being on the down low. And this is this is what Pastor Jamal Bryant is ushering in to his church. Okay, he knows that there is a problem in the black community of down low, rainbow men going around pretending to be heterosexual, sleeping with these women, marrying these women, and giving them a fatal STD. He knows that. Yet he preaches, he apologizes for the word of God, apologizes for Jesus' way of protecting black women from being another casualty of this depraved lifestyle. This is what he does. He knows what he's doing and he faces a harsh judgment because he is a pastor. And the Bible says you should not ask to be a pastor because they are under a stricter judgment and he is doing this for money. Okay. Many women, black women end up catching STDs due to their husbands being on the down low. And Jamal Bryant chooses to be a demon and be Satan's mouthpiece to spew lies. It is sad that you have black women siding with this man. But yet they're the same ones. Not all black women, okay? You want to side with this lifestyle in your community, but you are being destroyed by it. As it says in the Old Testament, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because they have rejected the knowledge given to them. God gives us pastors, true pastors of his name and his word, not to kill our fun, not to be bigoted, not to be abusive, but to warn us to stay away from lifestyles, to warn us of people who come, who claim to be of his own, but practice this lifestyle, to protect us from judgment, to protect us from sorrow. But we think because people are naturally rejecting these people who practice this lifestyle that 
God is mean. No, that is just a reflection of the wrath of God to protect us, to protect those from the suffering that will come if you side with these types of people. This is a war and Satan is playing for keeps. And I will say this, Satan has been destroying black people in the poor, black people in the urban black community, especially black women for decades. All right, I'm on Spotify. Okay, fight to the finish. I am on Rumble, fight to the finish. It was a struggle to get this message going. It was a struggle in my mind to even get this message out. And we all know who doesn't want me talking about this, the enemy of our souls, the one who steals, kills, and destroys. Please hit the like button. Um, it helps it this uh, channel get to the algorithm. I speak with a loving heart, and I care about these people. I don't want people to go to hell. I don't want these particular people going to hell. But they have to repent and come to the knowledge of the truth. Okay. They have to. And you know, it this this is the truth. Peace and God bless.